Welcome to Mind and Movement, getting smart about how you move. I'm Hazel. Thanks so much for joining me for another Move Note. Today, the book we are discussing is The Joy of Movement, how exercise helps us to find happiness, hope, connection, and courage by Kelly McGonigal, PhD. So the key points we're going to discuss today are we are born to move. Movement is the only reason we have brains, and that is true. So the second key idea is movement and brain health. Move for your mood. The third key idea is born to move in nature. Indeed we are. We were not born to spend our time moving in gyms, believe it or not. There were no gyms 100,000 years ago. Community moves are vital. That's the fourth key idea. Proprioception, key idea number five. It literally means to grasp one's own self. That's just awesome. The next key idea is muscles are magical and we're going to talk about myokines and then I believe that Kelly gives the best movement advice ever at the end of her book. So let's start with a quote from Kelly. She says, quote, mine is not an uncommon story. Around the world, people who are physically active are happier and more satisfied with their lives. This is true whether their preferred activity is walking, running, swimming, dancing, biking, playing sports, lifting weights, or practicing yoga. People who are regularly active have a stronger sense of purpose, and they experience more gratitude, love, and hope. They feel more connected to their communities and are less likely to suffer from loneliness or becoming depressed. These benefits are seen throughout the lifespan. They apply to every socioeconomic strata and appear to be culturally universal. Importantly, the psychological and social benefits of physical activity do not depend on any particular physical ability or health status. They have been demonstrated in people with chronic pain, physical disabilities, serious mental and physical illnesses, and even among patients in hospice care. The joys described above, from hope and meaning to belonging, are linked first and foremost to movement, not to fitness. End quote. That's Kelly McGonigal, PhD, from her amazing book, The Joy of Movement. So in Kelly's book, The Upside of Stress, I learned how community and connection are two of the most powerful antidotes to stress. In this book, The Joy of Movement, I learned that human happiness flourishes in community and that moving in community has profound benefits for the body. If you want to be vibrant, healthy and happy, move yourself with others while helping others, preferably outside in nature. Movement is the very thing that facilitates life. This book is filled with stories about how movement creates health, joy, hope, and connection. It's an absolute joy to read, and never has a book made me shed so many happy tears. I highly recommend it. And a key note here, because this book is so good, I have used more direct quotes. I would like to make it really clear that all of the quotes highlighted in blue, or all of the quotes when I say quote, are Kelly's work, directly from the Joy of Movement. So thank you, Kelly, for the permission to use your work in this way. I really, really appreciate it. So the first key idea, born to move. Quote, 
this is Kelly. Looking at the evidence, it's hard not to conclude that our entire physiology was engineered to reward us for moving. But why would human biology be so finely tuned to encourage us to be active? A reasonable first guess might have to do with the health benefits of exercise. Perhaps the brain is looking out for the body, making sure we stay active enough to ward off heart attack. Yet this notion takes too brief a historical perspective on the value of physical activity in human survival. Your doctor might encourage you to exercise to better control your blood sugar, lower your blood pressure or reduce your risk of cancer. But for most of human existence, the central purpose of movement was not to prevent disease. Physical activity was how we engaged with life. As neuroscientist Daniel Wolpert says, the entire purpose of the human brain is to produce movement. Movement is the only way we have of interacting with the world. This is why our biology includes so many ways to reward moving. At the most fundamental level, rewarding movement is how your brain and body encourage you to participate in life. If you are willing to move, your muscles will give you hope. Your brain will orchestrate pleasure and your entire physiology will adjust to help you find the energy, purpose and courage you need to keep going. End quote. Again, thank you, Kelly, for letting me share such big quotes from your book. So the need to move is the only reason we have a brain. Movement is so fundamental to our existence. Without movement, there is no life. There is no finding food. There is no mating to ensure the survival of the species. There is no breathing and there is no eating. I could go on forever, but I assume you get this point. Movement is vital for our biological function. And so we have a wonderful brain to orchestrate our graceful movement around the world. Movement is what brings all our systems to life so that they can orchestrate the symphony of processes that keep us moving. Our habit of breaking the body down into systems dilutes the interconnectedness within us. We talk of physiology and psychology, of brain and body. But we are really just one thing, and movement is the life that keeps us living. Let's dive into the second key idea, which is movement and brain health. Here's Kelly, quote, A meta-analysis of 25 randomized clinical trials concluded that exercise has a large and significant antidepressant effect among people diagnosed with major depressive disorder. Another review of 13 studies conducted in the US, the UK, Brazil, Germany, Norway, Denmark, Portugal, Italy, Spain and Iran found that adding exercise to treatment with antidepressant medication leads to larger improvements than medication only. While there are many ways physical activity can affect mood, its impact on the reward system almost certainly contributes to antidepressant effects. One way to think about exercise is that it's kind of a do-it-yourself deep brain stimulation. When you exercise, you provide a low-dose jolt to the brain's reward centers. End quote. So back to me here. Our physiology drives our psychology. Movement literally sets into motion many biological processes that help our brains. Whenever I am feeling low psychologically, the first thing I do is go for a big walk. 
Walking is my main physiological and psychological intervention. Walking is man's best medicine, Hippocrates is famous for saying. But I don't agree with him entirely. Walking is a necessity for our biological function. Without it, our body can't carry out the processes that rely on our movement. So the next key idea is born to move in nature. Here's another quote from Kelly, quote, The human brain evolved in an environment that was defined by constant contact with and reliance on the natural world. The emotions that modern humans tend to feel in nature, awe, contentment, curiosity, wanderlust, contributed to early humans' ability to thrive as a species that had to find its place in a complex and constantly changing landscape. These emotional responses to nature are still deeply ingrained in us, and the more frequently we experience them, the more fulfilled we are. Across the planet, individuals who feel a stronger connection to nature report greater life satisfaction, vitality, purpose, and happiness. People who make more frequent visits to natural spaces are also more likely to feel that their lives are worthwhile. This effect is even stronger than the benefits of being in good health and equal to being happily married or living with a partner. One study tracked the daily movements and mood of over 20,000 adults using GPS on their smartphones. After collecting over a million data points, the research concluded that people are happier in natural environments, and yet typical Americans spend 93% of their time indoors, creating what some call a nature deficit, end quote. That was all Kelly. It seems so obvious to me that any animal would do better in its natural environment. We all know that animals suffer in zoos, and yet we don't think of ourselves as zoo animals. Despite the fact that we no longer live in any way, shape or form, like we did for most of our evolution in nature. Green exercise and forest bathing have been discovered using scientific research as ways to increase human flourishing. But do we really need research to tell us that it might be a good idea to spend some time in our natural habitat? It's hard to rest in a human zoo, says Erwin Lacour, the founder of MoveNet. And he's right. It's so easy for me to feel relaxed in nature and much harder for me to relax in a car stuck in traffic. Okay, the next key idea is community. Here's Kelly, quote, We rode our hearts out, Sog told me. That was a moment of pain, hard work, mastery and oneness that none of us will ever forget. The crew crossed the finish line in 20 minutes and 37 seconds, coming in 31st out of 38 teams. They were thrilled with the results. They had achieved their goal of working together to complete an excellent technical race. End quote. The highlights of this book include all the wonderful stories that Kelly shares about the power of movement to bring people together to achieve what they could not have done alone. Being together, training together, learning together created the joy of this peak experience for these rowers. I recently witnessed another example. Rising Tides is an event put on by the World Surf League before every event on the championship tour. Rising Tides invites local young surfers to come and surf with their heroes. 
Watching it is beautiful. There are smiles and stoke all round. What surprised me was how much of a buzz I got out of simply watching it. It reminded me of a study I read years ago that showed that when someone does something kind for someone else, the giver and receiver both get a boost of hormones that increase happiness. An unexpected and exciting result from that study showed that people watching the act of kindness got an even bigger boost of feel-good hormones. Perhaps as I watched these professional surfers giving their time and enthusiasm, their kindness caused my body to feel good too. Moving in community is a powerful way to boost so many aspects of well-being. If you need more joy in your life, may I suggest you join a supportive and loving community to move with. Okay, that brings us to the next key idea, which is proprioception, to grasp one's own self. When I read this section in the book, I was literally blown away. I love understanding the roots of words, and this just made my whole entire profession make so much more sense to me. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Kelly. So here's a quote from Kelly. She says, quote, The ability to perceive your body's movement is called proprioception, from the Latin roots for one's own self and to grasp. Proprioception, sometimes referred to as the sixth sense, helps us move through space with ease and skill. But it also plays a surprisingly important role in self-concept, how you think about who you are and how you imagine others see you. End quote. I'm going to jump straight into another quote from Kelly to really bring this idea to life. Quote, Kelly says, The importance of proprioception in constructing your self-image goes far beyond knowing that your arm is your arm. When you participate in physical activity, sports, dance, running, weightlifting, your moment-to-moment sense of self is shaped by the qualities of your movement. When you move with grace, your brain perceives the elongation of your limbs and the fluidity of your steps and realizes, I am graceful. When you move with power, your brain encodes the explosive contraction of muscles, senses the speed of the action and understands, I am powerful. When you move in a way that requires strength, your brain senses the resistance in your muscles and the force on your tendons and concludes, I am strong. End quote. I just love that idea. The idea of proprioception is to grasp one's own self and that if you want to feel strong, move in strong ways. If you want to feel graceful, move in graceful ways, etc. So Spartan race is a phenomenon that is currently sweeping the globe. In these events, people run through a number of challenging obstacles. If they fail any one of the challenges, they have to do 30 burpees. The tagline for every Spartan race is, you'll know at the finish line. What will you know at the finish line? You'll know that you are stronger, more powerful, and more capable than you were before your Spartan adventure. When you train and move your body in more challenging ways, you feel the changes in what you are now capable of. 
You literally grasp your own self from within. If you want to feel differently, you have to move differently. To feel confident as a surfer, you have to move like a surfer. You have to surf. The hours of practicing change how you grasp yourself from within. And with hours of practice, you will feel like a powerful, graceful surfer. Do you want to feel strong, powerful, graceful, or insert how you want to feel here? Then start moving in strong, powerful, graceful, or ways. The more you practice, the more the feeling of strength or power or grace will grow. Boom. Proprioception, to grasp one's own self. Take a moment to think about that in more depth. That is a huge idea. Okay, this also blew my mind. I hope you're getting a sense of how much I loved this book. And I'm going to stop saying I highly recommend this book because this book has made me realize that out of all the books I've read, that this one is truly, truly exceptional. So that brings me to the next key idea. Muscles are magical. Quote, in the early 1800s, philosopher Thomas Brown argued that our muscles constitute an organ of sense through which we come to understand ourselves as individuals. Through movement and muscular contraction, we literally sense ourselves as someone who exists in and interacts with the world. End quote. Muscles are magical. They help us to sense our own self in the world. They carry us around from place to place. And when we use them, they release hormones called myokines. Myo means muscle and kine means set into motion by. So myokines are set into motion by the movement of our muscles. Muscles are in fact endocrine organs. That is just awesome. So to really bring that to life, here's another quote from Kelly. She says, quote, One of the greatest recent scientific breakthroughs in human biology is the realization that skeletal muscles act as endocrine organs. Read that again. Your muscles, like your adrenal and pituitary glands, secrete proteins that affect every system of your body. One of these proteins is irisin. Following a single treadmill workout, blood levels of irisin increase by 35%. End quote. Have you ever wondered why moving your body produces so many beneficial outcomes? In days gone by, our movement was the only way we could get life done. Finding food, making shelter, moving to a new environment all required huge amounts of movement. Every time we did these things, our bodies gave us a natural helping hand, which made it more likely that we would succeed again. Getting halfway through, building a shelter to protect you from a fast approaching storm, but running out of oomph and perishing in the storm would not have ensured the survival of our species. So instead the body helped out. The movement of making the shelter surged myokines into the system. These myokines helped to mobilize energy and ensure the shelter got finished and you survived. Myokines help us to keep going. In our past, the ability to keep going was what ensured the survival of our species. In this day and age, we have cars and machines to do our movement for us. But that does not mean we no longer have a biological requirement for movement. Our lack of movement 
is one of the leading factors in our general poor health. That's why returning your body to a perpetual motion machine is one of the most foundational ways you can help your body. Muscles are magical. Use them. Quote, Irisin is not the only beneficial myokine your muscles dispatch into your bloodstream when you exercise. A 2018 scientific paper identified 35 proteins released by your quadriceps during a single hour of bicycling. Some of these myokines help your muscles grow stronger, while others regulate blood sugar, reduce inflammation, or even kill cancer cells. Scientists now believe that many of the long-term health benefits of exercise are due to beneficial myokines released during muscle contraction. End quote. We're just going to finish this absolutely epically awesome book with the best movement advice ever. When I read this quote, I literally was, yes, that is the perfect movement advice. That's what everybody needs to know. If everybody just did that, then the health of our society would be so much greater. The joy in our society would be massively increased. And I just wanted to give Kelly a massive hug and a high five for putting this final paragraph together. Once again, thanks so much, Kelly, for letting me share so much of your book. Here's the quote. Quote, There's no training formula you have to follow. There is no one path or prescription except to follow your own joy. If you're looking for a guideline, it's this. Move any kind, any amount, and any way that makes you happy. Move whatever parts of your body still move with gratitude. Move by yourself and in community. Move in your home. Move outdoors. Move to music or in silence. Set goals that are personally meaningful. Take baby steps, then conquer a big stretch. Seek out new experiences and explore new identities. Pay attention to how activities make you feel and how they change you. Listen to your body. Give yourself permission to do what feels good. Revel in metaphor and meaning. Look for places, people and communities that inspire you and make you feel welcomed. Keep following the thread of joy as long as you can. End quote. This is back to me. This is the best movement advice ever. Read that over or listen to that over and over and over again. And if you get the essence of that quote and if you can bring that quote that idea into your life, you're going to bring so much joyful, connected movement into your life, which it can only be so powerfully beneficial. So once again, that is the best movement advice ever. I just want to give a massive shout out to Kelly McGonagall, PhD, for allowing me to share so much of her book here. If you don't know much about Kelly, you should. She is a health psychologist and lecturer at Stanford University and a leading expert in the new field of science help. She is passionate about translating cutting-edge research from psychology, neuroscience and medicine into practical strategies for health, happiness and personal success. That's from her bio on the Stanford University website. To find out more, check out kellymcgonagall.com and McGonagall is M-C-G-O-N-I-G-A-L. Thank you so much, Kelly. 
If you want to find out more, check out mindinmovement.co.nz or get in touch with me, Hazel, at mindinmovement.co.nz to find out more about Move Notes, other books that I've read, and what I like to do. And please remember that I hope you've enjoyed the content of this note, but please remember that it is not medical advice and should not be used as such. And please get your hands on this book. It is life-changing. Thank you, Kelly McGonagall.